I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kol Ha-Sridim, on September 19th, 2021. And the title is The Joyful Progression from Yom HaKippurim Through Sukkot. According to the Abu Dhiram, the sounding of the shofar after Ni'ilah is followed by the recitation of the Pasuk, Leich echol b'simcha lachmecha u'shaseh b'lev tov yenecha ki kavar ratzah ha'elohim esma'asacha. Go and eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with gladness. For God has already approved of your deeds. From Kohelas 9.7. He explains that the source of this minhag is the is a midrash in Kohelas Rabbah 9.7, which says, quote, When the Jews leave shul at the conclusion of Yom HaKippurim, a heavenly voice goes forth and proclaims, Go and eat your bread with joy, for your prayers have been accepted before me, before God, as a pleasing aroma. <clears throat> End quote. The Aruch HaShulchan in Orach Chaim 624.7 states that all four days between Yom HaKippurim and Sukkot are characterized by the self-same joy of Motzai Yom HaKippurim. They are considered days of Simcha, which is why we don't say Tachanun or Tzitkascha Tzedek. The Midrash, Tanhuma 23.18, relates this joy to the Yom Tov of Sukkot itself. Quote, To what may the matter be compared? To two people who entered into judgment before the king, and no one but the king knew what transpired between them. The king judged them, but the other people outside didn't know who won. The king said, whoever emerges with a palm branch in his hand, it will be known that he won. So too, Israel and the nations of the world enter into judgment on Yom HaKippurim, and nobody knows who won. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, take your lulavim in your hand, and they will know that you were meritorious in judgment. End quote. On the surface, these sources seem to be at odds with the atmosphere of dread and uncertainty on Yom HaKippurim itself. Throughout the Yom HaKippurim davening, we repeatedly acknowledge that our lives hang in the balance. We continually remind ourselves that one more mitzvah or one more avera has the power to seal our judgment for life or for death. We continually underscore the notion that our salvation is not guaranteed, and that teshuva, tefillah, and tzedakah are our only means of removing the evil of the decree. How can we reconcile the mood of apprehensive contingency on the Yom HaDin with the assurances of our success at its conclusion? I believe that an answer can be found in the Rambam's explanation of the reason for viduim, confessions, korbanos for sins, and ta'anios, and fasts. And this is from the Mor Nebuchadnezzar 336. After classifying teshuva as one of the, quote, doctrines which are indispensable for the well-ordered society of Torah adherents, end quote, the Rambam writes, quote, if man were convinced that he could never straighten his crooked ways, he would forever continue in his errors, and maybe even increase his disobedience if he believed there was no alternative. But with the belief in teshuva, he will come back to the good and will return to an even more perfected state, even more perfected than he was before he sinned. For this reason, we are commanded in many actions which strengthen our belief in this very beneficial principle of teshuva. For example, the viduim, the korbanos for sins, and the tanios. End quote. The chief purpose of Yom HaKippurim is to reinforce our belief in the efficacy of teshuva. If we didn't believe in the power of teshuva to change ourselves and our fate, we would persist in our harmful ways. But in order for the institution of Yom HaKippurim to function in this manner, we must allow ourselves to feel that our teshuva was accepted. If Yom HaKippurim ended and we still felt totally in the dark as to whether our teshuva, tefillah, and tzedakah paid off, we simply wouldn't put in the effort in the first place. 
Imagine a struggling student who is encouraged to improve her grades so that she can graduate from college, but is never informed whether she actually graduated and is never allowed to celebrate success. How could we expect her to put in the hard work without any hopeful promise of joyfully crossing the finish line? Thus, the urgency and uncertainty we feel on Yom HaKippurim and the relief and joy we feel at its conclusion serve a common goal, to strengthen our belief in the efficacy of Teshuvah. With this in mind, Lech achol b'simcha go and eat your bread in joy, this Chag HaSukos, knowing that you are priming yourself for greater Teshuvah in the future. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.